Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Four Generations of Friends podcast. Today we are going to be talking about middle school. Dun, dun, dun. That was a scary time for all of us. So I am Farron, 35. I'm Kimmy, 44. I'm Jen, 50, 50. I'm Susie, 60 something. Today we have a special guest, Stella, my precious daughter who is 13 and in the throes of middle school right now, seventh grade. So we've all been to middle school. We had good experiences, bad experiences. It's kind of a tough time. You're hitting puberty. Everybody's growing up and trying to figure things out. We thought it would be fun to compare (laughs) middle school in the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2022 with Stella. So when I was in school, we had kindergarten through fourth grade, and the middle school for us was fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. We had a three-story building, and um, the fifth graders were all on the first level, then sixth graders, seventh, and eighth graders shared the top level. Um, I was actually in accelerated classes, so me and the 12 other nerds that were also in accelerated classes were put on the eighth grade story. So we were completely isolated from all fifth graders. So my middle school experience wasn't great, but I was smart. So I guess that's something. Well, back in the day in the 70s, um, middle school was 7th, 8th, ninth. We called it junior high. And we had a building that adjoined the high school. And prior to that, we all went to small elementary schools in different little towns that were sports rivals to one another and then suddenly we went to this middle school with the other seventh graders at my school elementary school is k through fourth and then intermediate is fifth through sixth middle school is seventh through eighth and then high school is ninth through twelfth for you guys' middle schools so when i was growing up we had like uh six elementaries i think three middle schools and then all high school and i know for stella all the elementary schools come together for intermediate middle school. So did you guys have multiple middle schools or no? Just the one. Mm, just one. Multiple elementary schools mm-hmm. that combined yeah. into fifth and sixth. And then we had um, one junior high and one high school. So Stella, what was it like for you when all these elementary schools suddenly all came together in fifth grade and you went from having class with everybody you knew to not knowing pretty much anybody in your class? In fifth grade, it was like it was very awkward, and some people were like taller than others. So I walked in, and I thought that I was in the wrong room because everyone just looked so different, and I got really confused. But then I like realized I was in the right room, and it was just very like awkward on the first day. But then I ended up moving to all virtual, and it was really easy to make friends there because we were all in the same boat, and so it wasn't as awkward on virtual school. So, so that's an interesting point. Is Stella started intermediate school? In the pandemic. So she is a kid that had to figure everything out on top of the 2020 COVID pandemic. But you eventually went back to school in sixth grade. What was that like? Um, so sixth grade, I had a few friends and luckily they were all in, like most of them were in my um, class. So I already knew some people there, but it was really weird because you could tell that like some people and they were like really close and already had best friends and I was just kind of an oddball out, but I made a lot of friends. So it wasn't like, as the year went on, it wasn't too bad. Because you're very, very likable. Right. One of the things I liked about getting into that next school is that you actually were able to meet people that Mm -hmm. weren't in that small group that you came from. So was that, did you like that? 
I did. It was just very awkward because I kind of get shy around new people. So, Stella had a really close friend group in elementary and then again did virtual school for fifth grade, which is not a normal middle school experience. But she came back to school in sixth grade and she had a really close group of friends. Um, There were four of them. They kind of did everything together. And then one of them started you know, some problems. And so, so middle school was the first time, sixth grade specifically, that Stella ever had an ounce of drama, which I consider very lucky, but girl drama in middle school is a, it's a thing. It's, I think it's been happening since the beginning of time. So what, you know, tell, tell kind of the story because things, you had a pretty idyllic sixth grade year. And then all of a sudden there was some drama. So, so, um, one of my best friend in the friend group, she joined something so we could both do it together, and it just kind of got very awkward. So I was not saying bad things; I was just venting about how I felt to one person. But then that person told them that I said other stuff, which I never did say. And then my best friend took her side, and then like yelled at me, and then we're like not friends anymore, and it's very awkward. And she, so the girl who told her was she texted you and said I have a bad home life so I like to start drama which is very sad but it was really hard for you to navigate suddenly dealing with girl drama and losing a friend that's not easy at any age I mean we talked about toxic friendships a couple podcasts ago and that's hard and I think it's interesting that Stella keeps using the word awkward because if if there's one word I could think of that sums up (laughs) Junior high for me, it's awkward. I mean, it's just such a weird time in your life, and there's so many things changing, and it's hard to navigate. I didn't, I mean, I'm going to go out here and be like, it wasn't, it wasn't really awkward for me. It wasn't for you. But, I mean, it just wasn't, I don't know. I don't know if it was because we were smaller, and, you know, we were in sports all the time. I don't know what it was, but it just... I don't remember it being bad, like, or, or, I mean, I think the most awkward thing was, and I said this earlier, was finding the lunch table on the first day of school. Who were you going to sit with? I mean, that's awkward. So I always had my lunch crew and actually we used to get in trouble a lot. So they would make us sit alphabetical at lunch as punishment. But most of my friends had the same last name as me. Um, but actually, Wait, lunch... your best friends had the same last name as you? <laughs> Your common last name, Stanley. But I had a lot of friends whose like last... Like what, Stanley? Kind of. <laughs> That's but... clearly not her. <laughs> she is not. Actually, <laughs> that is a story. So when I was in eighth grade, this my buddy Gabe, he said, Baron, why don't you show us your boobs? Ha ha, we might as well just be looking at the wall because I was so flat chested. Oh, as was I. Yeah. Why did you... so, but... I wasn't. So, That's one of the things about that middle school that was so awkward for me I will tell you that in the first week of middle school I actually was wearing white pants oh no yeah got my period and didn't have friends that would tell me hey by the way you've got freaking blood all over your booty and and I never lived that down for like my entire high school career so my I'm the opposite I did not get my period till I was almost a freshman I was going into freshman year of high school so in seventh and eighth grade, when I was in middle school, you had to change into uniforms for gym. And I remember we're all standing around and the girls like, oh, my period this, my period that, my period this. And I was like, 
yeah. And everybody was like, do you even have a period? And I was like, nope. And I had no idea what anybody was talking about. And I actually felt bad. And now I'm like, haha, you dumb bitches. I didn't get my period until I was almost 14. I had like <laughs> lucky four good years. <laughs> you are lucky. Yes, I was the are. same way. I was, I was nine years old. <gasps> oh. Oh. Yeah, it sucked. And they don't have anything in the bathrooms in elementary no. school. And I think that's changed, though. I, I believe, you know, because in elementary, you still have little pots that are, you know, down on the ground for, you know, the little four-foot-tall people. Well, and Stella, then, in elementary school, did you have, like, tampon dispensers or? No, but we do have some in middle school. And, well, the intermediate school, we had some, but they were never filled, ever. But then this year, some of the eighth graders brought, like, buckets, like, from their, like, they bought them their own and put them in the bathroom. So there, so there were mean girls. So Kimmy had all the friends in the world and didn't have to worry about lunch. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about lunch. So lunch for me, we typically were in trouble because we were a rambunctious group of children. So we had alphabetical seats. Um, luckily, I had a lot of friends with last names that started with letters close to mine. So I got to sit around people that I liked. But lunch was. The only time for me that I got to actually see kids that weren't in this stupid little accelerated program I had to take. So that was like my social hour, like probably why I like happy hour so much now, because it's the <laughs> time I got to socialize with other people and not be doing something else. So how do you deal with lunch? Do you have a set group that you sit with still? Um, so my friends from elementary school, I have two best friends and we have the same lunch period this year. So we sit together and then we'll like, my friend Maya, she has two friends from last year that sat with us this year and we kind of all became friends. So we all sit together and then my friend Brooke has two friends that also sit with us. So we have a full table and we're like, but we all get together really well. So it works out. Well. Is, your, is your lunch the same all year long? Yeah. But I hadn't thought about that. You could have a, a really nice group of friends, but if they didn't have the same lunch period you do... That's what I'm saying. You're on that's, your own. Yeah. Yeah. that's what's awkward is that first day, it's like, who has my lunch? Because we didn't have social media to be like, hey, what's your schedule? You know, do all this. It was calling your people on the phone and... Running into them in the hallway while yeah. you're running from class to class. So that's so you the have awkward four minutes part. And you're like, okay, yeah. where am I going to sit? Who's in here? You know, because... You're in one big line and... So even when we did not have alphabetical lunch, it was 50% of the time, we were bad kids. Our school was set up that fifth graders all had bunched together, then sixth graders all had bunched together, then seventh and eighth. So no matter what, you were always in lunch with everybody in your grade. That's smart. So ours were broken down into three lunches. So a third of the school had lunch before fourth period. Then fourth period actually split in half and half the people and the other one third of them had it in the middle and then the last third had it after fourth period so but depending on what your fourth period class was every trimester our lunch would change so you wouldn't have the same lunch with the same people all year long you'd always have to be finding every, new people to sit with mm -hmm. um at my school we have four lunch periods a b c and d and a and c lunch are the eighth grade lunches and then b and d are for seventh graders so you have a 50 percent chance of being with your friends yeah so what about the people, though, Stella, that, so you have your table together, but what if somebody comes up to your table and wants to sit there? Uh, our table is always full, so it's eight people per table, so no one really does because we don't have, like, any open seats at our table. But what if somebody was absent and somebody came up there and wanted to sit with you? Um, 
Well, my friends, like, are really nice. Like, at least this group. I have some art. Um, but this group, they would probably say yeah, just because, like, we're all about making new friends and stuff. But I know that other people, like, would not because there's a lot of bullying at my school sometimes. So. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things, if you want to segue to things that have changed, bullying. I think there's yeah. significantly bullying. more bullying now than there was in our days. And I think a lot of that bullying comes in through social media. So Stella, at the beginning of the year, came home, and there was a group of people, I don't know that you guys even know who it was, that were doing these Westfield Middle School TikToks. So Stella came home and said, hey, there's this Westfield Middle School TikTok, and I got voted one of the top five nicest, nicest, funniest, you were nicest, funniest, top five funniest kids in seventh grade, although I'm pretty sure it was nicest. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot let anything go. Yeah, so at my school, a lot of people have been making WMS, WMS accounts, and it's just, like, rating people on, like, looks and humor and all that stuff. And then it makes, like, some kids happy that, that on the list, but then a lot of people come to school, like, sad because they, like, were never on any of them and stuff. So it brought, like, a lot of people down, and I don't think that people, like, realized that they're bringing down. And there's also, like, drama accounts, and so they're always, like sh- like... They show like the drama that's going on at school and stuff. And then a lot of people got mad because they're invading their privacy. And it was just a whole thing. I remember Stella had um, her incident with her former friend. And one of these accounts, she came home and, and they had pitted Stella against this little girl. And you had to vote who you liked better. No. And there was a poll that's on the horrible. screen. And it was like, no. showed our both names. And then you like chose who you thought was like better as a just overall. And, and then, then someone yeah. actually did one. So that one, um, Stella came and showed it to me. And I said, you know what? It and got banned. It, it got, got banned, banned. But I said, it doesn't matter if you get. And if this girl has caused problems with you, which she did, there's a reason. And this isn't helping anything. And then the following week, they pitted Stella against her best friend. And so her and her best friend were like, what do we do? And it just, it created so much drama. So so there's the whole problem with social media is that people will say things on social media that they would never say to your face. The difference for us is that we didn't have that. In middle school, if you wanted to say something bad about me, you can say something to someone else or pass a note. (laughs) Remember those who were folded up and remember the notes that were like, I like you. Do you like me? Check yes. Check yes. Who do you like better? Uh-huh. I mean, but, that was on there. But for the most part, if you wanted to say something to someone and find and attack someone like that, you had to do it to their face or to someone else's face. Mm-hmm. So people didn't do it. It was yeah. awkward and difficult to call somebody out to their face, but they will say anything on social media. So I think I'm kind of that first generation where that changed because I came home fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, and we had ICQ and then AOL Instant Messenger. So we would come home from school and we'd be chatting after school and you could have like two or three people in a chat and this is still very painful for me but I remember I was at my friend's house and a boy asked me out from another middle school and I was so excited and he was like what do you say do you want to be my girlfriend and I said yes and he said ha I'm just kidding and it was like probably one of the top 10 most devastating things that has ever happened to me (laughs) what Jen was saying how some people will say stuff but not like they had to say it to their face and how like now they don't Someone at my school made an account and they was like best duos at school and they didn't mean any harm by it. 
it was just like popular duos, I guess. And I was on it with my ex best friend, and it was after the whole thing blew up. And I commented, I was like, I like texted her privately. I was like, can you like take that down or something? Because we're not friends anymore. Like a whole thing happened. She's like, yeah, I will. Like no problem. So she didn't realize. So, but before she took it down. Um, my ex-best friend commented on it. She was like, um, this video needs to be gone because me and Stella aren't friends anymore. She's a backstabbing B-word and no one should ever trust her ever. And she had these paragraphs in the comment section about how much of a terrible person I was. And Bitch! Then, yeah. My best, like, new best friend, like, my current one, replied to all of them and was like, you sound dumb right now. <laughs> and was, like, yelling back at her for, like, saying that kind of stuff. And then... The video got taken down. But, but Stella and I had to have a conversation this summer because, so with phones and texting, so there's a group text and it was a bunch of Stella and her friends in this group text and they were talking about classes and, you know, who had what class and who had what teacher and this girl piped up and I don't know what she said, but she I said, know it upset Stella and Stella messaged back. No one even asked you, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> And I had to tell Stella, you know, like, I understand that she was not cool, but the best thing to do in those situations is just let it go, walk away, don't say anything. So this is the time in life when, I mean, middle school is that time when you start kind of figuring out how to handle things, handle people, deal with drama, you know. I did not call her an idiot for the record. I, I just said her. that no one asked her. So, Well, and one thing that comes to mind for me is that, those girls that were all that in middle school or junior high, they are nothing now. They peaked really early. Those were their glory days, and it's been straight downhill since then. Which must be why I'm cool now, because I was ugly in middle school. <laughs> I and was I had so awkward. Frizzy hair, high waters, because I was tall, glasses, braces. That, like, that, oh that. my God. <laughs> yeah. That was. I was just fat. <laughs> I mean, I've just been pretty much the same my entire life. There's been no ups and downs and peaks and valleys. And from middle school... Oh, you school got peaks on, and valleys. I got peaks and valleys. Yes, I do. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with you? I uh, got peaks and valleys. How about you? Yeah, oh my but, I mean, like, as far as middle school, I mean, there were girls that, you know, thought they might be better than other people. But, mm -hmm. I mean... I don't know if I'm really so, associated with them. So we had the Mean Girls and we had all those other things, but how about clicks? So, you know, I was, I did track and I played basketball and I did cross country and there were the cheerleaders and there were the, um, you know, the, the, the goth group, the goth the, group and the nerds you know, and the heavy metal know, group and the yeah, pot smokers and the band nerds. So we all oh, had, gosh, that's still a thing. People get yelled at for being in band. Really? Yeah. I thought band was cool now. Not anymore. And then so someone no found ever. out that a popular kid was in it, and then they just, like, no one says anything anymore. When I was middle school, you were required to do band, orchestra, or choir. So actually, oh. every so I played drums in middle school, um, and I wanted to play the saxophone, and my friend forced me to audition for drums with her, and then I made it, and she didn't, so I didn't really have a choice. Because I've always been a good person, even when I'm a bad person. So I played these freaking drums, and I still don't know how to play a saxophone to this day. We had to do um, band or choir as well in fifth and sixth grade, but and I wanted to play the saxophone, and they wouldn't let me because I was a girl. Really? I mean, it was implied, I guess I should say, but they were like... She should probably do a clarinet. And so I did the clarinet. 
But I was first chair all the time. I was a little activist in middle school, so we were not allowed to wrestle if you were a girl. And the wrestling coach was always like, hey, you should wrestle because you're scrappy and you're tiny. And I was like, that seems like a great idea. But girls were not allowed to wrestle. So I got a group of teachers together to sign a petition for me. And I had kids sign and I had parents sign and I took it to the principal and we had all these meetings and finally girls were allowed to wrestle and then my dad told me I wasn't allowed to wrestle because he's a misogynist. One of the things that I, I'm going to say pride myself on is that I was an athlete and I played all sports and I hung out with the athletes and I was in the advanced classes so I hung out with the nerds and then I had friends that were in the other groups so I literally could tell you the, the name of every single person that was in my school and I had some kind of relationship with them. I was friendly and yeah. I, I was friends with all of them and you could literally talk negatively about anyone. I'd be like, knock that shit off. I, I just, I never, I didn't think that you. way. I don't Are remember you? like, I mean, I had my friend group and I guess if I was looking back, I would say I was probably in the popular group, but I didn't, I don't remember it being a thing thing like we had friends like I had sleepovers with all sorts of people and and I don't remember it being like how is it with you today do you guys have like super separate groups or are there like basketball friends well with the base band kids or whatever so there's like both so there's some of the school are in their group so there's like the cheer group the basketball group the football group all that the rich group and then there's some people that just, I mean, I would say I'm one of those. Like, I have a lot of different friend groups, so I'm not really just in one. So, like, all the football guys are just, those are, like, their only friends, I guess. Or they're, like, that's just a group they're in. But I just, like, I don't know. And, and all of my friends from elementary school are all in different groups, so I'm kind of put in all those different groups. And so I don't know. I don't really have, like, one friend group. It's, it's actually funny because I was just in the car with my brother. One point... Like, my freshman year of high school, which would have been his eighth grade year, that we had a party at our house. And he went to a different school, a completely different township, because my parents had moved. So his Franklin Township friends and my Beach Grove friends were all together in this house having this party. And you would think that, you know, there would be some kind of ad ad you know, adversity or whatever. But no, everybody was just having a good time. There was jocks. There was, um, he smoked a lot of pots. There was a lot of pot smoking people. And there was just a, a, a conglomerate of people in this house. There was probably a hundred of them, which my dad then showed up and knocked on the door, which was kind of a funny story for the <laughs> podcast. But um, it was interesting that he and I both had a large group of friends. And not all of them were in the same groups, although we did have the same people that we hang out with all the time. Well, That's when exactly I said, how I am. Oh, sorry. Okay. When I said that about being awkward, I mean, Middle junior high was good for me. I came from a small elementary school, and then I met a whole nother group of friends. And those three friends that I met, mainly because our lockers were close to each other, I'm still friends with. When I say middle school was awkward, I just mean, like, I didn't know who I was. I was awkward. I felt awkward in my own body. Um, when my friends used to tease me because I was flat as a goddamn board, and so it was Sue, Sue, negative two, and then suddenly I got these big boobs and everything changed. I just, I mean, I had a really nice group of friends. I was meeting all these new people, but the awkwardness was just that 
I didn't have a good sense of myself mm -hmm. I think that's all. true for everyone in middle school. When I was in middle school, so like I said, I mean, I, I was in this accelerated class, so we were, you know, we were separated from all of the other kids. And so I, these other kids were kind of in my periphery, but I didn't get to spend time with them. My friends in middle school, my two best friends were in the regular classes and they were the pretty girls with the cool parents that had all the right clothes and all the right shoes. And they dated all of those people. And um, um, I was the awkward, like I said, frizzy hair, glasses, braces, smart kid upstairs. I always called us the nerds upstairs. So that was really, speaking of awkward, I did not fit in in any capacity. So I'd be bought my little nerd self downstairs to lunch and look at all these beautiful people. And I'm like eating my turkey sandwich. And so speaking of cliques and jocks and cheerleaders, how about how extracurriculars have changed? So when I was in middle school, I did cross country, basketball and track. I know that we were all athletes, but it seems like these. Well, okay, Susie was not an athlete. She's shaking her head at me right now. <laughs> Um, a few of us were athletes. Susie was probably doing something really cool. I'm not sure what it was. But extracurriculars seem like they have changed. You know, I, I was a three-sport athlete, and now it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, in 2022, you find what you're good at, and you do it 24-7, 365 yes. a year. But I will tell you that, I will, from my own experience with my own daughter, that they get burnout from that. So Sarah used to do a lot of different things when she was younger, and so she had... Uh, she played whatever sports. I don't remember why she's played soccer and then she did horseback riding and then she played softball and then she became a softball catcher and then she stuck with that and that was the only thing she did. By the time we hit COVID and her senior year of high school, she was burnt out and done because she had done so much to be top. Or we're us being like three sport athletes. You know, I ran track, I played basketball, I played volleyball, I did those things all year long. There was something else and new and different going on. So you're kept more engaged sure. and I think and less that boredom. you with that too um I mean it really is important to do three different sports or three different clubs the amount of clubs in middle school is completely different how many clubs do you have so many you did Harry Potter club last and year did. and then this year there's not really like clubs or like books but there's like a baking club an art club like there's morning and afternoon and there's like so many. What about classes? So in when I was in middle school, we took our core classes and then we had band, choir, or orchestra was a choice. You had health and PE. You could choose between a couple art classes and there was home ec. I mean, very basic stuff. And shop. In my day, it was home ec for the girls and shop for the boys, except there'd be a week where we had to go to shop class and they had to go home ec and we were supposed to learn how to change a flat tire. We did half home ec for a semester and then shop for a semester. In middle school? Yes. yes. We, yeah. I don't feel and like we had, we had any of that. What about your electives, Stella? At my school, you get two electives each quarter, but I take a year-round elective for like college preparation, so I only get one quarter elective. Um, and this, so last year at the middle school, you were actually able to pick them, but this year the class is so much bigger than it was last year that we only you don't get a pick and it's just randomized. So first quarter, I had 3D art and we did a lot of pottery and stuff like that. 
And then this quarter, I have medical detectives, and it's actually the best class ever. And I wanted to drop out of it, but I like, it's so fun. Stella asked me to drop medical detectives for 100 times, and I said, absolutely not. But... As you, she was afraid to, di- um, to dissect, dissect the, sheep brain. the sheep brain, and you loved it. No, I didn't. I hated it. I literally sat out. I started puking. pictures. The but first one, because it didn't smell. The second one, they put a fake tumor in it, and it smelled so bad. It smelled worse than your farts. Okay. <laughs> Stella has a really bad habit of texting me during the school day, and the other day, she sent me a photo, and I said, Stella, what is that? And it was her solving a crime scene. So this medical detectives class... They do crime scene investigation. Oh, I would love that. I would. It love seems that. so cool. cool. Yes, that's so cool. So what else? What other curric- extra or classes do you have? So next quarter, I have facts, so family consumer sciences, and I just get to cook and stuff. And that's I'm home so yeah. excited. And then, did you guys have to have an egg with a baby to pretend, you pretend it was a baby? High no, school, we had an actual did. baby. Right, so that's what my girls did. They had an actual yeah, baby, and the baby egg. cried and stuff, and they had to cure the baby. If you laid the baby down, the baby cried, and you didn't pick it up, you got a bad grade. We had a baby. I had an egg. We had a baby, and you had to uh, put a key in its back. So you took this thing home for 72 hours, and it would cry at 3 a.m., it would cry at 4 a.m., it would cry... It didn't matter. You had to put the baby would cry. You put the key in it, stop crying. But you had to keep the key in until it made a laughing sound. So it might take 15 minutes. It might take an hour. There, it was just a crapshoot. And if you let the baby cry, if you held it the wrong way, if the head fell back, this baby recorded all of it. So you had to take perfect care of this baby. So clearly, that's one way to deter from teenage pregnancy. I think that's smart. My egg. I mean, your egg break, and you just get another one in your little yeah. basket of right. tissue paper. Right. And, 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 the teacher, and the teacher didn't know that it was the same egg from home or the one that they gave you. I mean, but you still put the name you on think, it. Holy shit! I don't want to have a baby right now. Actually. When we were in middle school, when you had the baby, because everybody took turns, you got a lot of attention. So my cross-country teacher was also my health teacher, and he told me if I got in the top 10 in our biggest invitation of the year, I could have the baby for another weekend. And so I got eighth place so I could have the baby and get more attention. <laughs> Oh my God. That, okay, explains, just, that explains, explains a lot. So much. So much. <laughs> but we didn't do that in junior high. We did ours in high school. No, we did that in June. We did. were seventh and eighth grade when we did it, yeah. I think that's But really when smart. did you guys when did you start having sex ed? We didn't have sex ed. Fifth we grade. Didn't either. So, we, so here's my funny story about sex ed. So when Evan grade? was in fifth grade, he comes home and he tells Bob that he's gonna they're gonna have the they're gonna have some kind we had a letter from the school. And it's that they're gonna introduce the kids to sex and what it means and how to body uh, Hygiene and all this stuff. So I'm like, honey, you need to have the conversation with him. So Bob goes in and tells him everything. (laughs) How babies are made, you know, what happens to your body, all that stuff. And the next day, Evan comes home and he's like, Bob says, so how was it? And Evan goes, oh my God, they didn't say any of that stuff. (laughs) They told me that I need to wash my arm. So, Susie, did you have any kind of sex ed growing up? Oh, hell no. No? No. So, Jen, what did you have? We didn't have any. And in fifth grade, we started cycling health and um, gym. And we did that all the way through middle school. So, we learned about sex, STDs, pregnancy. Like, I could map out women's parts, men's parts by the time I left middle school. I mean, it was very in-depth. But Stella actually... That went way back even before middle school for you. Like in kindergarten, they were having good touch, bad touch conversations. And so in third grade, we were driving down the street 
And Stella says, mom, where do babies come from? And I said, when you think you're old enough to know, I'll tell you. And she goes, I think I'm old enough. And I said, okay, you know how a key fits into a lock? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, I know you've seen me naked. I know you've seen dad naked. We don't wear a lot of clothes <laughs> in our house. Maybe you didn't walk around the house naked. I wouldn't have seen you naked before. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get you used to it. Oh and, my gosh. <laughs> and she says, yeah. And I said, well, boy private parts fit into girls private parts like a key fits into a lock. And she That's says, good. oh my God. <laughs> Going into middle school, these kids are already 100% knowledgeable about all the stuff that we had um, no I idea I know about. way too much of stuff that you haven't even told me because kids in middle school are just weird. I just remember when our oldest was asking me about all that and I explained it to her and she said, oh my God. You had to do that three times. <laughs> and I said... Yes, Grace. <laughs> and I said, well, I wanted three girls really badly. <laughs> and then later in counseling, I learned that the party line was to say, when you love somebody, you want to do that. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so you... What else do you want your teachers to know? Like... You're super busy with dance. Does that affect school? Your friend, like friend stuff. What do you want people to know? Um, I wish that like my teachers would like take some, like I wish that sometimes they wouldn't give as much homework because like with like math homework, it's not that bad because there's like 10 problems and I honestly could just do it on the card over to school if I really needed to. But I'll get like these really big homework assignments and I'm like, you, but I just get confused because I know they were in middle school at one point. So I don't know why they like, act like they weren't because and i would i would say that's a big difference about middle school from then to when i was in school from now to when i was in school because i had no homework and even in high school no homework and when my girls were going through high school i mean they spent hours every night doing homework and that was i don't know well, I think we can all agree that middle school taught us a lot. It's a it's a hard time period to navigate. Lots of murky waters. It's fun. It's not fun. But we all get through it, and we're all better for it. So thank you so much, Stella, for being a wonderful guest this week. And thank you all for listening. We can't wait to chat with you soon. Thank you, Bob.